Hi, and welcome to the Daring to Leap podcast. I'm your host, Lori Phillip. I'm so excited to dive into this week's episode with you. This week, we have a special guest on the podcast. Anna Wolfman is here. After Anna left her corporate career, she built a business around networking and community. She shares all her best tips to become a masterful networker, including an important mind shift we all need to make and what to do when you're hesitant to use the network that you already have. Let's dive in. Okay, we've got Anna Wolfman on the podcast today. Anna Wolfman is the founder and CEO of Femunify, skill exchange membership where female entrepreneurs and coaches and consultants exchange their services and expertise to help each other build and grow their businesses. Prior to starting her own business, Anna spent over 13 years building a successful corporate career in several multi-million dollar companies where she managed large teams, led key strategic projects, and was a trusted advisor to many executives. She is now blazing her own trail as an entrepreneur, and today she leads a collaborative community that helps female entrepreneurs build the businesses of their dreams faster, smarter, together. Welcome, Anna. Thank you, Laurie. I'm so excited to be here today. So I wanted to get started on a bit about your career journey. What was yeah. it that caused you to decide to leave that and start your own business? It was kind of a journey. It was over the course of several years, to be honest. I think throughout my career, many ambitious women were always looking to grow, expand, learn new things, reach new heights. And I think I've reached a point where I started really questioning my impact as great as it could be. Am I passionate about what I'm doing? And as I was preparing to go back to work after an extended period of time, that I decided to start listening to some like business-related podcasts, which I've never done before, really. And I think just exposing myself to that self-development and growth world kind of started planting seeds in my head and really started making me face some of these questions to really ask myself, am I being intentional with my choices, with where I want to be? Am I doing the things I want to be doing? Am I reaching my fullest, greatest potential? And so I think asking myself some of these questions have led me to really kind of face the music, so to speak, and sort of realize that I wasn't feeling like I was as fulfilled as I could be. And even though on paper, my career was giving me everything that I wanted and I had the most amazing teams and great projects and on paper, everything was great. But I just felt like this desire to do more. It was just like this inner voice that was telling me there's more out there for me. And I just wanted to build something that could serve others and to do it on my own terms. Was the transition easy? Did you just decide you were going to do it and then you left or did you have to go through some personal things in order to finally get that courage? Yeah, for me, it was definitely the latter. Uh, first, I didn't even know what I wanted to do, to be honest. And so A, I didn't even know exactly what business idea I would even start. Also, I had a family at this point. I had a certain level of security and a safety mm -hmm. net in my corporate world. And so it was definitely scary, especially having spent so many years in this kind of more structured environment. It was definitely a little bit scarier to actually make that leap. So it took time to prepare for that. But ultimately, it also came down to a point where I had to just take action. And funnily enough, I think also having kids has made me realize how important it is to lead by example, to show them that you could do anything you want, you could pursue anything you want, you can 
Go walk through the fears and have the courage to step into that next chapter of what it is that you're exploring. And so I think some of that motivation just made me realize that I just have to like rip the Band-Aid and try it out and go and trust myself that I will figure it out. Things will unfold. I will learn and just go for it. That's interesting. You brought in your kids. We had a dinner with my immediate family, my husband, my two kids to kind of celebrate when I was leaving my career at Boeing and transitioning to starting my own business. And my son, who at the time, he was seven, he was so surprised. He had this look of wonder on his face. He was like, you can do that? You can leave your job and start something new? So that connected with me because I couldn't believe how surprised he was just to know that it's an option, you know? But similarly, right, like I grew up in a similar environment, too, where it was so ingrained in me to have a boss, to have a job, to have that loyalty to your job, to have that sense of security and the benefits and the pension. And all of that was so valuable and so important mm -hmm. and to maintain that job and to even select a job and a career that has a sense of security in it was so important. It actually took me time as well to let go of some of these limiting beliefs and see the possibilities. I want to talk a bit about networking with you and how can we really become masterful at networking? Let me just start by saying too that I mentioned that I spent 13 years in the corporate career and within those 13 years, I wasn't just in one place. I was actually continuously progressing and moving into different directions and always looking for the next chapter and the next opportunity. And every single time that I wanted to explore that next chapter, I was always able to lean on my network to help me open doors to get into that next room, that next conversation, the interview, the company, the position, because every time it felt like a really big jump from what I was actually doing in that point. So even throughout my corporate career, networking was really important. And then when the time also came for me to start my own business and I didn't know what I wanted to do, it was actually one of the things that I was craving most is a network in that online entrepreneurial space. And that is one of the reasons why I started my skill exchange community as well at the core of it is in networking in the community. And I have to say that early on in my career and even in my university, I hated networking. Just the word networking, like just made me want to crawl out of my skin. It felt one of those like really stuffy forced things that you have to do. I had this perception and to some degree it was even the reality of walking around, handing out business cards, shaking lots of hands. You would sort of gauge how well you did by how many like business cards you collected at the end of the night. And so sometimes it feels a bit unnatural and uncomfortable. And so I think Firstly, the, the number one thing that I've come to realize about networking is that it's all about reframing your mindset around it and how you approach it. Networking is actually all about relationship building. It's about empowering yourself to create for yourself this incredible network of amazing relationships that are mutually beneficial of people that you can help and they can help you to the extent that you can have that strong network and you can have these strong relationships, you become incredibly leveraged. And it becomes like a form of a social currency of an asset that you build for yourself. So just like you would invest in yourself and in your health and in your well-being and mindset, to that same extent, investing in your network and your relationships is so, so powerful and mm -hmm. it opens so many doors. And one of the biggest things that even though when I was starting my business, I kind of felt like I was starting from scratch. I felt like I was starting from the beginning. 
the one thing that I kept reminding myself is I carry with me my network and my connections and my relationships and all these people that I could lean on and get support from and I could support them as well. And so that was invaluable in actually helping me to start my business. I have a couple of questions about that, especially in corporate where, you know, you go to these conferences or these events and you're supposed to network. What I found for me was that, you know, I might meet people that I connected with and I had a good conversation with, and then I would leave the event and maybe I would connect with them on social media and then we'll never speak again. So how do we go to the next stage without feeling like pushy? I think a lot of it is actually almost making it a habit, prioritizing it to some degree. To the extent that we could appreciate that building relationships and following up with people and nurturing these relationships with people, truly focusing on the quality over the quantity of the relationships. It's not just about going and collecting contacts, right? It's truly about building relationships. And so finding ways to really connect, you know, finding some sort of common grounds. That's when the true, more powerful networking happens. Right. And so I think it's really about kind of suspending a lot of the expectations that we put on ourselves and on quote unquote networking and really focusing on some of these more smaller, intimate, connected conversations where we truly show up as our true selves. And then we also make it a habit. We make it a point to continuously network in some way throughout our week, like that quite following up and nurturing and showing up and having the coffee chats. And staying connected in social media and even engaging and, and kind of staying in tune with what other people are doing is so important. It's not just like the one time that you meet somebody. It's all about nurturing and continuing that conversation and deepening that relationship. So it's not always just about forcing it. It's actually not at all about forcing it. It's just about continuously making it intentional and prioritizing it to a point where networking and building relationships and connections, it's just a habit for both your career and for your business. Were there some other tips that you wanted to bring forward? Yeah, for sure. So definitely the mindset reframe about networking and what it's all about. Definitely the prioritizing and making it a habit. I touched on it a little bit, but I can't stress enough the importance of focusing on building true, meaningful relationships, not just contacts. It's quality over quantity. It's not about how many people you've met, how many business cards you've connected. It's about finding the few people that you really resonated with and being invested and continuing that conversation. So it's really about continuous relationship building. And that's where the active listening comes in a lot because the best way to build a powerful network, the best way to be top of mind for other people is actually by starting with supporting them and adding value first. And sometimes it's as simple and basic as even just like making an introduction to somebody else, right? And then last but not least, it's also about the nurturing and the follow-up and maintaining it. It's not just about the one-time thing, right? To truly build and deepen that network and those connections, you want to continue to nurture these relationships and follow up with people as well. So sometimes it's just about like every month just kind of checking in, hey, is there anybody from my network that I want to just connect, reach out to, do a quick coffee chat, anybody that's top of mind or anybody that I saw that needs help with something, I could support them with something. It's all about maintaining that habit and nurturing your network as well. And I see networking as almost like this garden, right? You often plant seeds, 
you water, you don't always see what's going to come out of it. There's no guarantees. You know, you often don't see things as they grow, but you kind of just trust that if you plant the seeds and if you water them and you give them some sunlight, eventually it's going to go into a beautiful garden. You know, your efforts are going to be rewarded in some way. And that's what networking is all about. So Anna, the thing that I've noticed for me around networking is I have a really strong network, but I do feel hesitant to reach out to them. I feel like they're busy. Has this come up for you or what kind of advice would you have for somebody that has a network, but they feel guilty leveraging them? Yeah, that's totally a common thing to feel. And I think oftentimes, especially as women, we like oftentimes kind of feel guilty. We don't want to be a nuisance. We don't want to bother somebody. We hesitate to like reach out and ask for help. And I think it's a couple things. First off, just recognize that people actually like to help. There's a lot of people who it makes them feel good to kind of feel needed. It makes them feel valued. People like when other people reach out to them and they want to ask for their advice or their input, or they want to be of service. They want to help somebody else out. Most people, right? And so I think first thing is let's just give people the benefit of the doubt that they're actually willing to extend and lend a hand and share their expertise and share their knowledge and support somebody else. I know that every time somebody's reached out to me and asked me for some help in something or to pick my brains, I've always been willing to support. And even if it's just a quick conversation, like it doesn't have to be going out of your way. So first thing is let's give people the benefit of the doubt that that's not how they feel. And it's just the limiting belief we're putting on ourselves. So let's try to suspend that. And the second thing, it's also about how we ask, right? You don't want to reach out to somebody and be so explicit, you know, oh, I'm looking for a job. Can you get me in? Right? Like that's never going to mm -hmm. get the desired result and nobody wants to hear that. So it's all about approaching people from, again, a sense of let's have a conversation. Let's set up a chat. I'd love to hear more about this experience that you have. I'd love to pick your brains about what it's like working in this company. You know, I'd love to pick your brains about this experience that you've had on this project. And I'm exploring potentially shifting my career into product management. Would you be willing to spend a few minutes just telling me a little bit about what product management's all about? Like, it's all about how we ask the question and what we're actually asking of people to do. People love talking about themselves too. So to the extent that you want to pick their brains about their own experiences, most people feel very happy to share that and, and are willing to lend a hand. So don't ask for like the star in the moon, right? You haven't perhaps established that level of trust yet. But there's definitely no harm in just asking somebody to share some of their expertise or share some of their experiences and just make sure that you make them feel like there's no agenda involved. You're not going to be pitching them at the end. You're not going to be asking them for a favor necessarily, right? So just approach it from, it's just a conversation. I would just love to hear a little bit more about this experience that you've had. It's just about how we approach it. I appreciate all the different tips that you've already provided. Is there any last closing comments you want to make on this topic? Yeah, there's a great quote by Robert Kiyosaki that I really love that I think really encapsulates this whole mindset shift too about networking. And it says, the richest people in the world look for and build networks. Everyone else looks for work. And I think, again, it really like encapsulates how much having that rich network and focusing on building it and having these relationships. And I'm totally with you on this idea that networking gets a bad rap and maybe we just need to rephrase it into a different term that seems more exciting and appealing to us, like making an investment in ourselves and relationship building, because truly when we focus on doing it right and when it comes from a place of alignment and authenticity and value-driven, we realize that this network is so supportive, it's so empowering, and it is just so important to our personal 
and career growth and journey as well. And I think it's just absolutely fundamental because you don't know where you're going to end up in 10 years from now. And I think to the extent that you can have this powerful network to lean on, I think it can really, really carry you in whichever direction you're going to go. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Anna. I think we're going to wrap up this part of our interview, but I'd love for you to share with the audience how they might connect with you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Laurie. And thanks for the opportunity. I really loved chatting about this today. Yeah. So you can reach out to us on our website, theunify.com. Again, it's a skill exchange membership for female entrepreneurs and coaches and consultants where they exchange their services and expertise. And it's just a very collaborative community community with lots of networking opportunities and we support one another and grow in our businesses. And the best way to do it is through a strong community of like-minded women that are supporting each other. So fromunify.com and otherwise all our socials are at fromunify. We're currently on Instagram and Facebook and soon to be a bit more active on LinkedIn as well. Great. Thanks so much. I really appreciate your time and your thoughts and perspective on this. I think it's a topic that most of us want to be better at, and sometimes it's just not top of mind. We haven't built that habit yet. And so I encourage everybody to consider this for yourself and how, you know, what if you had a really strong network, a big pool of people that you've built these strong relationships, and how might that really impact your career or your business? And when you think about that question, you will start to realize, wow, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? And so that might get you a little bit motivated to take that first couple of steps. Next time you meet somebody, don't let them just fall off the radar. If you really clicked with them, reach back out at some point and keep that relationship going. Thank you so much, Anna. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Lori. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, I would love for you to subscribe. If you're already a subscriber, don't forget to share the podcast with a friend. Hope you all have an amazing week. Until next time. Bye.